Welcome back, everybody. This is another episode of Go Get Your Shine Box. And we're a little little late by a day, but according to Joe, it's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, and that's no, no big deal. A little special shout out to Robert in South Florida. Uh, welcome to the show. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're listening. Robert, I welcome you. Welcome aboard, Robert. I happen to know Robert. Uh, anyway, um, tonight's topic, I'm going to give you the topic before we mess around a little bit. Five tips to train with a handgun without going to the range. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. Uh, we, we'll, we'll touch on some uh, some safety, some functionality, some new stuff, and uh, a few other things. And then um, don't shoot yourself in any other place. Uh, why don't we throw that in there? Well, how about don't freaking shoot yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good rule, Dan. That's good right rule. next to no running with yeah. the scissors. Don't run with the scissors. Yeah. You know, I, I just saw that thing. You know me. I like to go sideways here. If a, if one pair of scissors is a pair of scissors, what's two scissors? A couple of pairs. All right. Two pairs. <laughs> having, a little, having, a little, having a little trouble with that one. Well, if you're playing poker and you got two pair, what do you got? Two pair. How about two pairs of aces? What's yeah, that? But that's four. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why? Yeah, I don't get scissors anyway. <laughs> I really don't. You know? Just it's don't run with them and let's move on. What about a pair of pants? That's right. Same thing. I don't get it. What about two pairs? This I mean, English, this English yeah. language. It's a is, tough uh, language. Is, is, you know, it's a tough language. It really I, is. I, I understand why um, some right. folks have trouble dealing with it. Well, you know, um, it can be cognitively uh, stressing, shall we say? Especially if you're the president of the United States of yes. America. <laughs> so, um, it, you know what? We're um, we we're going to talk about the Durham report uh, for a little uh, bit. Uh, yeah. I, I hashed around with it. You know what? I, I don't want to be the the uh, the buzzkill, but um, I'll talk about it when the first charges are filed. How's that? Well, yeah. it, it, all you need to all, here's what you need to think about. Why now? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I think Durham, and, and, and we're not going to spend time on this, but I think Durham was politically expedient by putting it out this far from because he didn't want to f- seem like it was an interference with the election with the midterms those types of things however this is a four-year investigation and there's not a charge so yeah. it makes me believe and i don't have any i don't have a horse in the race really i mean but it makes me believe that Durham just lined his pockets um i don't know six, the guy six million dollars well i mean that that's what it, i don't know what he made but it, it well, seems like an awful lot of nothing. It's it, you know what it reminds me of. It reminds me of Comey when Comey came out and said um, Hillary Clinton was a lying piece of crap, scumbag, uh, cheat, fraud, broke every law in the book. But uh, we're not going to prosecute her because nobody would take the case. But, yeah. I'll take the case. Like I, I mean, I, bam, anyway. guilty. 
Yeah, Let's move on to sentencing. I don't think we should be listen, that. Listen, the only thing that, the only thing that's going to happen, and and I don't believe it's going to happen because I believe that the election will be will be stolen again. But uh, if we can get somebody that's got a set of balls in office, that he can clean house and he can do a lot of firing and he can well, and he can. Yeah. But but you know, the thing is, is that to. mark my words. What's the date today? We're not going no. Republican is going to make it in office. Whoa, they dude, will, you're, you're they, hurting me, man. They will steal the election again, yeah. and they're going to they're going to do it, and they're going to laugh at us and say, yeah, "Yes, yeah. we did," and there's nothing you can do about it. I know. I didn't want to be political tonight. I know you guys did, but I didn't. Uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, we have to. It's our roots, so we have to. Throw well, a not only bit that, but it's a big deal. It's a big, it, you know, by rights, this is, you know, the biggest corruption story in forever oh right. yeah 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 and here's a pet peeve of mine and i'm gonna then i'm, I'm gonna do a couple of shout outs pet peeve of mine is don't freaking put the word gate on the end of everything that's a freaking scandal okay the watergate yeah. was a motel okay where a crime was supposedly took place which now i seriously doubt but the fact of the matter is i hate when they put gate on everything Okay, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, well, a, they're milking, you know, they're, uh, you know, it's lack of creativity and they're milking the Watergate. Right, thing, this is worse. Know? This one's probably worse than Watergate. I'm pretty sure this is worse than Watergate. Yeah, you notice oh, the worse than Watergate yeah. guy ain't, ain't coming out yeah. on this one. Yeah, yeah, you notice who else isn't coming out with his loud mouth? Uh, uh, Robert DeNiro. You don't hear him blasting the president anymore. Uh, anyway. Uh, say special shout out to our international listeners out in the UK and Ireland. I hope I got that right and I separated the two. I don't want any conflict with you guys out there with your Protestants and your Catholics. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, UK maybe. and Ireland, right? If anybody out there is listening and I'm wrong, correct me. Yes, and you know who you are. We don't want to start any trouble uh, out there. And uh, a little, a little Gaelic, uh, although got to beware of the redheads. Got to, got to throw that out there. They, they can be dangerous. <laughs> this would be a good time uh, for a little word from our sponsor. Well, I'll go ahead. <laughs> Are you tired of feeling trapped by the burdensome shackles of personal responsibility? I am. Do you long for a world where everything is free and the government takes care of your every need? Yes. Introducing Liberalex. The revolutionary medical solution for those suffering from liberalism. Are you suffering from the common sense blues? Well, worry no more. With Liberalex, we'll liberate you from the horrors of individual decision making. Liberalex, it's like healthcare for your mind. Experience the freedom of never having to take responsibility for your own actions again. So why wait? Say goodbye to personal responsibility and hello to Liberalex. Side effects may include chronic entitlement, loss of ambition, and an uncontrollable urge to blame others for your own problems. Liberalex is a fictional product meant for satirical purposes only. Remember, personal responsibility and critical thinking are essential for a functioning society. Liberalex, because why work hard when you can just demand more? Call now. And don't forget to listen to Go Get Your Shine Box wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Shineboxcontact at gmail.com. Well, there you go. Liberalex is on sale now. It sounds like a terminal uh, condition there. Uh, wow, that's that that, well, that that's for me, man. It's the How first drug that's released over the counter that takes care of mental illness. <laughs> so 
Um, and it's, uh, we don't really sell it, but we will like your support. <laughs> so, uh, topic tonight, like I mentioned before, five tips. I picked five. We might throw in a bonus. Uh, you guys might, uh, might throw in something, but, uh, um, we'll I start with tip. the, well, let's, <laughs> she said, anyway, uh, right now there's nearly 30 states in the, uh, in the United States, um, that have gone uh, fully uh, constitutional carry. And, can, and I, there's, can, I just, can I just jump in here for a second? Can, we, can I say hallelujah? Can I, can I get a sentence out? Yeah, does, that, does that include the state that that says that no. you can carry, but you actually can't because it's next? It's still next to impossible to get the permit? No. Right, go ahead. That doesn't. It doesn't count. That, that's, a, that's what we call a constitutional uh, tragedy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in in my view, and I don't, you know, I, I this might not be taken um, to heart by by some people, but in my view, if you if you're blatantly um, breaching the Constitution, and by the way, a Supreme Court order, that's called anarchy, especially if the your, your local government's doing. It. And I think that should be dealt with in, in the most harsh of manners. Um, well, but living, I I will not be accused of fomenting violence. Yeah, living under communism as uh, Joe and I do. Um, we're not necessarily familiar with all these things like the Constitution. You know. yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that's uh, permitless carry, right? Basically. There's like 27, 28 states or something. Yeah, and the interesting part about that is Florida, for example, it goes into effect in July. Florida's constitutional carry is concealed, where a lot of other, where a lot of other states have constitutional carry, which for... I don't want to say forbid conceal, but they promote open carry as constitutional carry. Yeah. So you carry your six shooter on your side then. Yeah. yeah. Or, or in you know, my case, a 20 shooter. But I, I don't, I don't really, I'm not a big, like if I had the opportunity to carry open, that's not my thing. Cause I like, I like the fact that it's concealed because obviously you have the, the, um, well, the two things, Sometimes the presence of a, a firearm alerts people and it makes them upset. Sometimes it makes them crawl up into a little fetal position and cry. And yeah. sometimes you would get a challenge. If it's concealed, you have the, you know, you have the availability of surprise. And it's kind of like, for me, yeah. it's like my business. It's not your business unless you make it your business. And True. then it starts getting loud, you know. But, but, if, but if I was in a state that would only let me carry open, I'd, be, I'd have a six-shooter on each leg, okay? Well, hey, hey yeah. you, yeah. you got to choose your area because in some of these areas, a, a local scholar uh, might run up and try and, uh, you know, uh, relieve you of your property. Yeah, uh, in which case is that, that's, that constitutes deadly reply. Right, I'd but, give him. I would give him some lead. I mean, you know. And, and, and let me make let me make this perfect. Let me make this perfectly clear. Uh, I'm not a lawyer, so don't take any advice from me on based on legal advice, because um, this is a uh, satirical show. So, <laughs> do we have that out there? Yes, I we saw, got. It. I saw a drone going overhead. I figured I'd get that out there. Yes, and there's not a one red of, dot. Not one of four problems. Well, it, it also depends on what state you live in. I, I was having a conversation with you the other day, and there was this guy in Florida who, uh, in the middle of the night, had some some young gentleman, um, if you want to call him young Dollar. gentleman, break into his house, and he leveled yeah. him with his AK-47. And uh, when the uh, sheriff was uh, was being questioned by the media, they wanted to know if he was going to be charged. And the guy yeah. and, the, and the sheriff said, "Are you kidding me? 
No, they, he, he's not going to be charged. He was protecting his house, protecting yeah. his castle. Florida has an interesting law, and, I'm, I, I, and don't ask me to quote it. Um, it might even not be on the books anymore, but I believe it is. There are castle laws, uh, castle doctrine laws, and property. Um, when I first moved to Florida, it was perfectly okay to use, I'm not even joking, you could use lethal force to protect your property. Um, and I would never, I, I, you know, I, a car radio isn't, you know, I would never, never do such a thing. You have to use it. You have to balance that with ethics and, and morality. Uh, but that, there is such a thing. You, right. you can, you know, you can get to that point. So if somebody, you know, I, 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 a law enforcement officer told me once, if, you know, if there's a guy in your house at two in the morning, I, you got to bet your bottom dollar he's not there to play cards with you. So, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, that being said, um, this is going, you know, this already flared uh, and uh, a lot of um, gun buying, not to mention, you know, uh, Democrat uh, presidents are the biggest gun salespeople out there. Yes. So, yeah. What they, you know, what this, this made a lot of people, a lot of new timer, uh, first timers, a lot of women uh, buying guns. Uh, and of course, the media is going crazy. It's going to be the wild, wild west. Well, Florida had started concealed carry back in 80, 86 or 87, I believe. So, I mean, it wasn't like, um, um, this is something new. And by the way, this is an interesting fact, factoid. You still, in, in Florida, just because it's a concealed ca- or um, constitutional carry, you still have to go through the background check when you buy a gun. Right. And here, this is even funnier. I think this is a little weird. If you don't have the card that you pay for, you still have to wait the three-day waiting period. So... So they're, you know, they're, the, the, the anti-gun people out there are saying, oh, you can just go and get a gun from Walmart and, or over the, ca-. you know, no, no. Same rules apply. Um, you still, you know, you're still going to pay the money if you want the privilege of getting it on the spot. Yeah, you know what, that, that brings up a point. And, and time after time, currently, I hear these stupid politicians talking about um common sense gun control yeah, and, yeah. and background checks yeah. why That's do they keep why do they keep talking about background checks when it's been law for years because we already the, have background because checks. the 15 percent of the people that they're talking to believe all this that's why you know and i asked the guy it, it also it, in large part it's it's not even necessarily about uh common sense gun reform it's about power they want to take away your power because that will enhance theirs. Simple want, as that. They want to take away our right, our guns, period, well, yeah, all of them. And I must yeah. say, we, we are right now the furthest along we've ever been since I've been alive in all my 29 years, uh, since I've been alive, that we actually need the Second Amendment. That's what this is for. Oh, yeah. It's not even yeah. true. Not even yeah. close. Yeah. Uh, as far as our need goes. Yeah. So anyway, um, all that aside, I got a couple points, and, and some of this is my own stuff. You guys chime in as uh, as you see. And I didn't get to the points yet, but we will. Um, ranges, gun ranges, as everybody knows them. Uh, you know, most of them are stuffy indoors, mechanical, blah 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 blah. There's outdoor ones. Personally, and and I'm speaking as an advanced shooter and and, and trainer. Um, I think I think gun ranges are for hole punching. I don't think you can get any any value out of them other than maybe, you know, if you're new and you want to figure out how your gun works or how your sight works, your pistol, whatever you want to call it. I'm not going to get into that. Um, so I'm not a big range person unless you can go 
to want you know a range like I go to where it's, it's an outdoor range where you go and you get a a, a complete horseshoe um, outdoors and you can set your targets up and you can actually you know you can actually function like you were uh, practicing real life scenarios. Yeah, well, you don't get that in in the the communist states up up north. That that's next to impossible. Right, they count your bullet times, uh, and and I think those are you know you, you let me put it this way: in a real life scenario, the chances of you having your weapon unloaded on a table or countertop in front of you <laughs> is zero you know yeah, um, you also anyway. also when you shoot up in the communist states you have to count three seconds before you pull a trigger every time yeah which again is unrealistic uh, because right. you, you'd be yeah anyway uh, another thing for me why you'd want to train without going to a range um you might not want to draw attention to yourself you know um, it, like I have, I said, I have the availability to go to a very private range where I can have a complete horseshoe berm to myself. Um, no, no surveillance cameras and I can train the way I want to train. And another pet peeve of mine coming up, uh, this EDC crap. I hear people say, what's your EDC? What's your EDC? First of all, I don't like dumb acronyms. If you want to ask me what I carry every day, I'm still not going to tell you, but at least just tell, what's your everyday carry? I hate freaking YouTube warriors make crap up, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you might not want to draw attention to yourself. And we have an awful lot of them out there trying to draw attention to themselves. And they're what I call tactical, you know, guys. So yeah. um, keep it to yourself. Learn your skill. Keep it to yourself. Uh, and, and of course, again, this is a biased statement. Always find a reputable trainer if, if possible when you get into this stuff. Yeah, that's a good idea. You yeah, know yeah. where you can yeah. find them? On Twitter. Yeah, on, on on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, well, you can I, find I, it. Yeah, I told you I just recent recently was uh, working with somebody with a family member, first time gun buyer. Um, yeah, pretty like zero, very very yeah. intimidated yeah. by intimidated by the gun, um, but that's okay. I, I, and uh, the one thing that I the first thing I told him before we even took the gun out of the box. And I, and I heard this from a wise man who once told me that every bullet has what attached to it? It's got a lawyer attached to it. Damn yeah. right, has a lawyer attached to it. And every time that bullet leaves a barrel, you ain't getting it back. Yeah, you so don't get it back. You don't get it back. Once that leaves the barrel, you it's done. So you can shoot your kid, you can shoot your cat, you can shoot your dog, you can shoot your neighbor. Yeah, it was an accident, but you're responsible for that. And I, I, I drilled that. In his head, I said, yep. "What comes out of that gun, you're responsible for." Absolutely, absolutely. So. And uh, you know, if anybody has any questions out there and they want to, uh, you know, email, uh, that's fine. And I, we can answer, you know, deeper questions, or even we could even do a, a deeper, a deeper show into different um, functionalities and and you know, break down the you know the gun safety rules. And I didn't want to get into that, you know, the the basic basic stuff. You know, keep your finger off the trigger, don't aim what you don't want to destroy, all that stuff. Um, that's out there and anybody can look that up just just for jim's benefit don't be the next nd to go viral yeah yeah well i know you love the acronym sir (laughs) (laughs) nd negligent discharge negligent discharge not not to be mistaken with premature ejaculation (laughs) okay (laughs) 
<laughs> this is much worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could hurt Possibly. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, here's this is a cool clip I found. And before we get into the actual tips, uh, I think this is really cool. I think you guys are even going to like it because you're going to be a little surprised. This is a narration excerpt from Wyatt Earp's, one of Wyatt Earp's books that he wrote later on in, in, like in the early, early 1900s. I think it's pretty cool. So check this out. The most important lesson that I learned from proficient gunfighters is that the winner of a gunplay usually was the man who took his time. The second thing I learned was if I hoped to live long on the frontier, I would shun flashy trick shooting or grandstand play as I would poison. I was a fair hand with a pistol rifle or shotgun but i learned more about gunfighting from tom spears cronies during the summer of 71 than i dreamed was in the book those old timers took their gunplay seriously which was natural under the conditions in which they lived shooting to them was considerably more than aiming at a mark and pulling a trigger models of weapons methods of wearing them means of getting them into action and operating so it's, it was abruptly cut but that i mean I, I couldn't do anything about that what's interesting about that he was talking about 1871 right and he's still talking about the tool you know whatever it is you're shooting how you get familiar with it how you holster it how you carry it how you function with it and the whole you know and the whole nine years and how he learned what he learned and what's that uh, what's that saying uh, uh, slow is fast Right. And fast is deadly or something like that. I totally screwed that up, but you, you get the drift. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was right. I don't know. Yeah. You could, I, you, you could shoot 20 times fast, but if the, you don't hit the target, so what? Yeah. That, that's a pretty cool book. And he talks about um, the hip shooters and uh, he was talking about wild bill and, and how he put on his shows However, when he shot in real life, there wasn't any flash. It was, you know, he was, it was straight up basic functionality, getting, you know, getting your up on target sight alignment. Um, and that was it. So I thought that was kind of cool. Dug that one up from the old archives. Um, so it sounded familiar, uh, for some reason. Yeah. You know what? I, I bet one or all of us have probably dug into that. Um, that guy's, uh, Wyatt Earp was pretty, pretty, uh, pretty interesting character. Was that his voice, by the no, way? No. Oops. I don't know who narrated it, but actually into the tips. Um, number one, and I kind of put these in order of uh, kind of importance, um, and you'll see why. Number one, uh, safety and functionality. So it's kind of like what, what the, the narrator was talking about. Um, first of all, if you've never held a gun or if you, or you, if you have or if you have several handguns, because we're basically talking about handguns here. You, if you don't know the functionality of the gun, in broad daylight while you're looking at it, you're not going to know the functionality of the gun in diminished uh, light situations when your heart beats about 320, you got four pounds of crap in your pants, and you got tunnel vision. You're definitely not going to know it. Right. So n the time to learn that stuff is when you're sitting around, and, and this is what's cool. You don't have to be at a range, but you do have to make sure there's nothing, you know, there's no ammo in your gun. No live ammo in the room uh, would be my preference. But you can learn safety. You know, you can, you, you, anybody can go online and look, you know, look for the four basic safety tips. We're not going to go over them now because it's just, you know, it, they're out there. But I would, I would venture to say the most important thing is the awareness 
and the functionality uh, of the uh, of the handgun in this case. And when I say that, when I first train with people and they've never handled a gun, I use a blue gun, what they call blue gun. It's a you know a um, an exact replica in solid plastic or poly, whatever they call it. And and I check for when when they're manipulating the gun, making sure there's nobody's crossing. You know, you, they're not putting it across your face. The barrel's in a safe you know safe location, which is down or down range, uh, not up. Um, those types of things. And, and that, that's the perfect opportunity to get used to where the safety is, where the decocker is, the hammer is, the trigger. And most modern day guns, uh, you can use a, a, a snap cap and you can dry fire. So you can get used to the squeeze, the feel of the trigger um, and, and those types of things. So, and I, we won't get any, any particulars. I wouldn't want to give away anybody's secrets on what they may, may or may not own. If you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see. Everybody's got a nine millimeter. Ooh, big surprise. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I got an, I got another tip for you. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, Bonus. Bonus. Don't, don't play Russian roulette with a semi-automatic handgun. <laughs> yeah. But didn't they didn't they used to call that Polish Russian roulette? Is that what they called that? I I thought it would be something from the ghetto, but you know. <laughs> Shut up, prices. <laughs> the you know the academic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, tip number two to train while you're not at the range. You can do. <laughs> I, I know what people are going to say when I say this, because I'm you know I'm I'm 12 years old. I'm probably going to giggle too when I say it. dry loads. <laughs> yeah, okay, and reloads. You can you can dry load your magazine. You can pop the magazine out. You can pop it back in. You can cycle, and you can do this with snap caps, which are you know obviously inert. Um, and you can do it blindfolded. You can do it any way you want to do it, uh, but it's part of the functionality. So again, if if you're if you're um, going to be responsible enough to carry a handgun. Hopefully, with that responsibility is going to come a second magazine, which is the thing that holds the bullets. Uh, I would suggest carrying as much ammo as you possibly can at any given time. Well, so you're uh, going to want. I think that that's really uh, you know that that's key too, though. I mean, learn everything about your gun. You know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You have to you have to know everything you can about it in the and, light, and you now, learn and, and and be learn it so that you can pick your gun up and you can be comfortable with it if, if you pick your gun up and you're not comfortable if you're if it makes you nervous or mm-hmm. you, you 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 can't you've got to be it has to be just something like a tool that you're very comfortable with can i do it no i'm still talking so <laughs> go, go go ahead go ahead uh you you did mention the blindfold thing but uh, uh field strip yeah. Uh, as far as getting comfortable with the thing, you're yeah. taking it apart. You're seeing what's inside. Oh, look, there's some pieces, you know. Good point. Not, yeah. not, not that big a deal. Get to the point where you can take it apart and put it back together, blindfolded in the dark, uh, hiding under your freaking kitchen table, whatever. Um, uh, and it'll take some of the 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 mystery or, or whatever you want to call it uh, out of the functioning of the gun. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because you get to know, you know, you get to know the weapon intimately, if you will. Um, yeah, and that's, right. you know, because it is if, if you if you form this relationship, uh, you're, you're it's going to be uh, a lifesaver. Um, hopefully not. And, I, and, and I, you know, 
and and you'll you'll come to look at it more as a tool than whatever the media tells you it is. You know, this yeah, killing the, the thing. Yeah, the of the yeah the black hand gun. Yeah. It, right, right. It'd be yeah. like, yeah, okay, now I okay, I know how to use a pipe wrench, a screwdriver, uh, uh, and a gun. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And it, this kind of also it takes away from the from the uh, the leftist uh, anti gun anti Second Amendment narrative. Um, and where it's just, it is just a tool. And it's interesting because I've never seen a hammer build a house. I've yeah. seen carpenters build houses, you know? Right. But I never saw a hammer build a house. And it's the same thing. Well, need... uh, it, the, the SIG 320 might beg to differ as far as uh, killing people <laughs> without the owner's uh, impetus <laughs> there. <you know? laughs> I'm, I'm very disappointed in SIG, though, that they would build such a piece of crap. I, well, uh, it's probably not as not as common as you think, but it don't take many in the age of social media uh, to really hurt somebody. By the way, did you see the uh, HK thing? The thing? No. no. Oh, you're kidding. No. Uh-uh. Do tell. The, the 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 human resources director got a hold of their Twitter feed. Oh boy. And started railing against using objectifying women for handgun sales. And you you think Budweiser got railed over the, oh. the, the thing? They went after they went after HK. HK yeah, puts yeah, out a tweet today. Bad. Um um uh, Things things went wrong. Changes we were made. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad audience to be freaking with, you know. Yeah, oh that's, man, that's crazy. Um, as far as uh, my opinion on using sex appeal to sell stuff, um, I'm all for it. It yeah, works. You know? it's, it's the reason they do Look, it. I, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, insult anybody, but fat chicks ain't selling spandex. Okay. Yeah. Just saying. Sorry. I mean, uh, I, yeah. I, you know. There's a reason. There's a reason God made women look the way they do. You know, they're they're curvy and squishy yeah, and they smell nice. Yeah. You know? If if Eve if Eve was a dog, look, come on, guys. If Eve was a dog, okay, he would have never taken a bite out of the apple. That's right. Come on, she had to be some hot babe for him <laughs> to take a bite out about? of the apple. She was perfect. Pa- yeah. How, perfect. Do you, how do you resist yeah. that? <laughs> Every time I look in the mirror, I have to resist. Oh, come on. So, so, so what are we on? Number three? Number three. Um, something else you can train with without going to the range. You can practice your sight alignment. Okay? You, yes. can practice, you can practice your hand control. You can practice the weapon control. Uh, and, sight, and like I said, I'm not going to spend a bunch of time. If anybody wants, we can, you know, we can dig into it or I can even contact somebody, you know, uh, you know, on a closer, more intimate basis, but we can practice sight alignment for sure. We can draw and we can come to a sight um, picture, um, which is in control inclusively. My assumption is when I'm talking about this stuff, that it's all done. And, and that's the fifth point. It's all going to be done from a concealment uh, positioning. Okay. Because this is, you, you, there's a couple of things in the gun world or, that, that, that you don't do. You don't, your gun's never going to sit on the kitchen table and then you're going to pick it up and you're going to shoot a target with it. That's probably not going to happen. You're also not going to outdraw a gun that's already drawn. Or as they say in the old West, you can't outdrop a drop, uh, you know, well, speak I mean, unless yourself. You ab- yeah, there you go. Unless you confidence, unless you absolutely think you're going to die, you're probably, you know, you're probably going to get killed. And you're not um, bulletproof. Okay. 
Now, you, the mo- it's not the movies. You, you put your yeah. hands. You put your hands up in the air until he focuses attention on somebody else. Then, hopefully, you take. Yeah. Yeah, say, no. Somebody puts a gun on you, and you say, "How much? Give him your wallet. Give him whatever he wants." Here's my keys. Uh, oops, you know. Hand, hand it over. Hand them over, boys. Toss them over there a little bit, you know. Yeah, or as uh, John Wayne said in that one movie, I forget what it was, when the guy was robbing him. He's like, I want your wallet. And John Wayne says, well, you're going to get that and a little more. <laughs> and uh, he had a gun in his back pocket. But anyway, yeah, so you can do sight alignment. And, and while you're doing this, if, if you notice, these all mesh. Well, you know, while you're checking functionality, while you're doing dryer loads and reloads, you know, play with the sight. You have to know where your sights are. There's so many different kinds of sites out there. There's so many kind of adaptations. Uh, you know, there's the, the, the three dot, of course. There's all kind, of, and then they have these. And again, this is I'm interjecting my opinion. They they have these stupid freaking reflex <laughs> sights on a handgun. I don't get that. Here we go. Put <laughs> your opinion out there. The stupid <laughs> sights. Okay. The stupid free. Why would you put a freaking <laughs> scope on a pistol anyway? Um, point blank range for me is 21. So on 21 feet, that's point blank range. Uh, if you if you shoot any 21, further than that, 21 feet, 21 feet. If you shoot any further than that, you're in a self defense scenario. You're going to jail. So um, so play with play with the sights. Get 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 them down. See what they're doing. And you and you can do all this before ever firing a live round. So and people don't realize that. You know, yeah, you can. I have and to put a dis- I got to put a disclaimer out there. You would you say uh, if you shoot under under 21 feet over 21 feet you're going to jail that's my opinion okay well, that, 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 that depends on the state in new jersey if you defend yourself well, you're going yeah. to jail you're going yeah. to jail <laughs> yeah that's true and and in florida if you don't defend yourself you're going to jail <laughs> so uh, or the hospital because somebody's going to beat you up you can't believe you didn't draw um yeah but so you know i'm i'm being a little a little facetious about that but i don't put it this way if God and John Browning wanted a freaking scope on a pistol. They'd have put one on it. Okay. That's right. <laughs> uh, just go with what you got. And and whatever you do, for gosh sakes, don't go modifying your gun. Don't play freaking uh, Monday morning, uh, what do you call it, gunsmith, and start playing with your crap and putting uh, the little thing up front that says wait for the flash or the, or the, 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 the <clears throat> what is it, the punisher thing. Don't, don't, do, don't, don't, don't. If you want to change something, change the grips. That's it. If anything else, take it to a certified gunsmith. There is an exception for a scope on a handgun, though. That's if you got one of them them wild pig guns. Those well, yeah, forty-four yeah. magnum, you know, for hunting yeah. or something. The exact kind of gun that you wouldn't conceal. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, number four uh, way to train without without uh, going. Can to, I can yes, I just say can. something? Yeah. The um, you mentioned uh, twenty-one feet. There's a reason yeah. for that. Yes, you want to you want to go over that? It's it's called the twenty one foot rule. I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, Tuller, Tuller rule or something. I you know what? I don't remember the 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 academic part of that, but I do know that I trained uh, extensively. Actually, I, I think I can officially use that word um, with that twenty one foot rule, and particularly pertaining to edged weapons. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's the difference is that yeah. uh, gun versus knife, the, the taller rule. And this guy uh, from I think it's from like the 80s uh, uh, yeah. showed that inside of 21 feet, a guy with a knife is going to kill you um, if you got to draw your gun and blah, 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 blah. So well, the, conclusively 
probably he'll stick you or, or cut you at least. Yeah, well, um, right, right, okay. Yeah, and in, in, in scenarios on both the edged weapon side, which I happen to be fairly proficient in, uh, a little something called Persev, but nobody's going to know what that is. But anyway, on both sides, coming in with a fixed blade, because if you're going to fight with a knife, you're going to carry a fixed blade. That, that could be an entirely different show. But um, Versus the person that has a concealed weapon. And we also did level three uh, police officer scenarios where, where they have level three safety um, holsters, not concealed, but there's some consideration to get the gun out. Yeah, right. So you can move, or I could move easily uh, with with a decent, you know, what they call a, a martial arts slide. Um, you know, Caden's uh, coming in and well within uh, gut, gutting range um, before the the actual handgun was pulled from either a, a security holster or a concealed weapons uh, to the point where he may or may not been able to get a, a shot off. Um, now, the proficiency with the knife is important because. Yeah, any Tom, Dick, or Harry can start swinging a, a machete, okay? Um, but somebody that's really proficient with a knife is going to put it where it, where it counts, and you're not going to get back up. Some of these, you know, subclavian and brachial plexus uh, thrusts and, and whatnot will put you unconscious in 30 seconds. You'll bleed out in three minutes. That's the end of, yeah, that, that, that's the, end of the game. You know, you're not, you're not getting stitches. Well, um, it, it, I didn't mean to open up uh, thoracic surgery with Jim tonight, but <laughs> basically it's sort of like a legal standard. If somebody's within that 21-foot circle, legally there is a yeah, precedent yeah. that is understood that if they've got like an edge weapon, you are mm -hmm. in mortal danger right. at that point. Right. You know? Thanks well, for reining me in on after that, After hearing way. this conversation, <laughs> I'll have my gun out way before 21 feet. <laughs> well, that's part of the point. And there's two things. If you're not trained and this scenario happens, because I did this. I did this in real life and studied it. If you, do this in, if you do this in real life and you don't have any training, guess what you don't do while you're pulling your gun? Take give you one guess. If you have the opportunity, what you you're do not You're not looking. Do, I don't know what. You don't back up. Oh. Because in a in in a gun versus gun or gun versus knife or any other uh, um, paramilitary situation in 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 this regard, distance is your friend. People don't have a tendency to back up uh, because you can you can you can actually defeat that rule if you have the room behind you and you have the, you know the wherewithal to pull back as you draw on your weapon. But anyway, that's very technical. And and, and what what are your credentials, by the way? Does, does anybody need to know? I like uh, I I know less about putting out fires th than okay. I know about guns. That I took that line from Clint Smith, and I got a clip from him too. <laughs> oh, I was hoping you'd have some Clint. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to play that now. But um, yeah, I, I got some credentials out there. I, I I trained with law enforcement, military civilians, and I trained military law enforcement and civilians in uh, um, handgun discipline, mostly um, edged weapons. Uh, some some empty hands, some weapon, um, you know, weaponry. But anyway, yeah, that's not what the show's about. Um, so, yeah, uh, one more tip and then we'll go to that clip. And this, Joe, you, you can you can attest to this. And this is something that I use, not because I don't want to go to the range or not because I don't want ammo, but because it's very convenient. I use laser ammo. Yeah. Um, particularly the... the um, I mean, I use a pink elephant, uh, the training training cartridge in nine millimeter, whatever you know, whatever your caliber your your handgun is, um, and it's pretty cool. Coupled yes. with yeah, coupled with some reactive software, which you could get for free, or you could spend a bunch of money. I have, I mean, I have a projector that'll put some pretty cool stuff up. 
Um, and the laser shoots out the camera from your from your system, picks up the laser and registers at a it registers as, as a shot. I uh, think that it's an absolute fantastic, inexpensive tool to really learn your gun. Yeah, and not I only mean, that, but I, I don't have the projector and the, and the targeting, but just watching, uh, watching uh, uh, your your aim point yeah. and and sight alignment it, practice. Yeah, right. Sight alignment, um, uh, steady, steady uh, through the trigger pull and all that. Yep. Um, really, really uh, valuable uh, and cheap. You know. Yeah, it it is absolutely. Cheap. Compared 30... to a Compared to a box of nine millimeter, you know? Yeah. 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 And if you have the, you know, if you have a good weapon, it, like I, I'm shooting, actually, the, the weapon I use this mostly in is, is a Taurus because it has a, it's basically a double action. You know, you can keep pulling the trigger without having to reset it. So it, it's, um, it's pretty cool. And you can do all kinds of concealed stuff. You can pull up, you know, and if you, if you do have it hooked up to the software, which is free anyway, you can do, you know, reactive uh, timing and all kinds of stuff. And you don't have to go to the range. And I will tell you this, I've used this before. And I've used a lot of these techniques before with people that have been to the range and have fairly significant amount of uh, shooting time and and have improved their accuracy, probably anywhere from 15 to 20 percent. Uh, um, I believe and, that. You know, yeah. you know, I was uh, training with or t- teaching somebody and they had a. Um, a striker fired uh, handgun, right, and had right. to, and had to had to pull the slide back every time to recock it, and I thought that was absolutely a good thing because it really got them to be able to feel the gun, rack the slide, yeah, find memory. out, yeah. you know, yeah. with ma- magazine in, magazine out, slide lock, all that stuff. So I mean, it really got them to use every feature of the gun yeah. and and got them familiar with it. I mean, I know that for somebody that knows how to use a gun knows their gun yeah having to rack the slide back every time could be a little bit of a pain in the neck but it it's really a good tool fantastic tool yeah. well it, it also in some cases it'll give you the obviously the the uh, ability to do it both single action double action yep yeah right which is makes sense oh absolutely and again it's the functionality of your particular weapon yeah. um uh, yeah, you're talking about like a, a double action pistol yeah. which I happen to have, I have a double action, single action. So it could, who knows what, what scenario it'll be. I'm not going to come out and say what you might have, but I, 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 it is the, uh, benchmark of duty nine millimeters. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to give away any secrets. Well, you're, uh, you're very kind, sir. And I will have to uh, throw it out that I believe you turned me on to this uh, yeah, particular. Yeah. Uh, that's a that, that that's that would be a stroll down memory lane. <laughs> so right from the dealer, right? Anyway, let's play this clip. This is pretty cool, and uh, Clint's going to talk a little bit about uh, you know the way he does. So I think one of the key things right up front is to remember that these guns that you're carrying are not supposed to be comfortable in the sense like why well, put it on? It's not comfortable. It's not going to be. Okay. The best thing about these guns is they'll be comforting should you have to bet your life on it and the lives of your family members and so on. If you're going to carry a gun to defend yourself, it will alter your lifestyle. It's an alteration in your life. It's an addendum. You're going to add a couple of pounds of steel to your normal everyday routine. Standing, sitting, walking, talking, going to a restaurant, getting in and out of your car. 
Well, you know, I played that clip and we could have easily said what he just said. But Clint Smith is next to Jeff Cooper. You know, this guy's like the the godfathers uh, of, uh, you know, of, of handgun manipulation and all the way around. Um, I think he's a, he's a pretty cool dude. Uh, he's got a lot of world experience and he's got a lot of Clintisms, as yes. it were. So he was talking about concealment and drawing. And this is kind of important because the idea, and I'm talking to first timers, the idea of, okay, it's time for me to get a handgun, you know? And then when you get it, and granted, there, you know, there's a lot of plastic guns. We call them poly, you know, poly babies, the people that buy the, the plastic guns. Uh, there's plenty of only guns losers. There. Only losers shoot. <laughs> what do they? What do they call those things? Glocks. Okay, oh. go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, Mister Fudd. Uh, you lose. You loser. Glock shooters. Yeah. Uh, go, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Two world wars, right, Joe? Yeah. 1911, <laughs> buddy. If you don't, you know that. You know why they? Well, anyway, <laughs> we can go on with it forever on that. But <laughs> two world wars. <laughs> <laughs> but when you do pick this thing up, you're going to be at the store. Okay, let me give you a little tip and a little hint what's going to happen. You go to the store, okay? You never bought a gun before in your life. You probably never held one. The guy behind the counter is a gun pro. Don't forget that. He's getting twelve ninety five an hour, and he's a gun pro. So he's going to try to sell you a gun. Just watch, watch, watch what he what he tries to do. The, here's what you got to do. Did not one size doesn't fit all in the handgun world. Okay. You don't go to a store and pick up a gun and get talked into buying it. Hold them, hold a bunch of them. Go to another store, hold a bunch of them, uh, because it's a freaking it's it's a purchase like none other. Okay, you want to that gun has to it has to sing to you. And obviously, concealed carry is an advanced form of carrying a gun. Okay, so you might want to break into that slowly. Get a good holster. Match a good holster and don't get some piece of plastic crap. Get a good leather holster, concealment holster, and talk to your local professional about the best one. Then you can tie all this stuff together, okay, which is what we're talking about. Tie all this stuff together until you have the rhythm down. Now you're going to start drawing the weapon. Um, now you're going to start uh, functionally using it. You're going to do the loads. Um, the dry loads. You're going to get sight alignment. If you have a laser in it, you're going to use the reactive targeting. And it's all going to come together. And the beauty thing about it is you never had to step one foot in the uh, at the gun range. Yeah. Uh, going to the uh, purchase part there, I would recommend uh, a range that's a combo range and gun uh, gun sales. Good idea. But you, know, you can yeah, you try can a few of them in your hand. Yeah. The the two or three best feeling ones that feel comfortable, take them out on the range and shoot them. Uh, and and you know, form your opinion from there. Yeah, this is a life and death, life or death investment. So, and uh, sticking the gun in your belt pointed at your junk is not a good idea. <laughs> and no. Yeah, that's what they that's what they call appendix carry. And I oh. call that uh, blow your dick off carry. <laughs> um, why would you? Right, no, we, listen, it's no fun to blow your dick off. Although, <laughs> you know, there, there are some people out there that, you know, that are looking for that kind of surgery, you know. Well, maybe if you do, you can advertise for the next beer company. I don't know. But. I don't know. I, I just don't blow your don't blow your junk off. And uh, while you're on the subject, if you want a, a quick laugh, search Clint Smith and shoot him in the dick. 
and uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, if you want to get a laugh, you 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 listen to some Clint Smith, yeah. and and if you want to be informed, you listen to us, and you know where you can find us, and uh, we're at every podcast depot that you can uh, you can think of, and catch us on YouTube, catch us on Rumble, uh, hit the like, hit the thumbs up, hit all that that uh, all that good stuff, and uh, let us know if you want to hear uh, some more of this, or if you uh, have any particular topics that uh, you might want to hear outside of politics. We do it all. We do it all. Do it live. Guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I lost Joe. You there, oh, Joe? I'm uh, here. Good night from central New Germany. We'll see you next week. Yeah, everybody right, have night, a good everybody. night. Take care.